the kind of person who doesn't know what to do with their spare house key? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's do a load of washing, forget it's there, and then have to wash it again because it stinks. <laughs> Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for four old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And Alex. Welcome to Patchwork. <laughs> So this week we have Alex Dyson. Alex Dyson is the uh, former presenter of Triple J Breakfast Radio um, with Tom Ballard and then Matt O'Kine. Alex is no stranger to uh, being in front of a microphone. He was on there for 10 years and now he's back on it. Oh, guys, thank you so much for having me in. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure given I'm a big fan of the show. Your podcast got me through the Trans-Siberian Express, cruising (laughs) through Russia, listening to a couple of patchwork. Do you think there's any Russians on the Trans-Siberian Express that are trying to learn English from our (laughs) podcast? I've got got patchwork of the day. They'd be loving it. (laughs) Uh, Now, before we get properly started, um, obviously all of you know, and Alex, you know now, that we record in a kind of abandoned bedroom in my mum's house. Um, (laughs) Make it sound like it's haunted. It may as well be. Um, And I grew up in this house and I, growing up, was very into gardening, right? So... Mm. In my backyard, you'll find a veggie patch, an above-ground veggie patch that I put together myself. And I still tend to that veggie patch now, okay? So, it's not an abandoned veggie patch. <laughs> no, no, no. Lively veggie patch. <laughs> you always tend to a veggie patch, don't you? <laughs> um, so I tended delicately to these vegetables and still do to this day. So, you know, it's you invest everything, your entire being into this veggie patch. Uh, it's, it's a big emotional investment. It's a physical exertion involved. So you take it from seed to baby plant to full-grown plant. And <laughs> recently, um, I've been having some, you know, tomato crops have been down in the poles. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've been I've been planting, normally I just do tomatoes, but I've been planting uh, capsicums and basil and silver beet. You know, so to, you've turned on the tomatoes because they're letting you down. They're still there, but knowing that they'll let me down, I want something to boost my confidence back yeah. up. Uh, this season... Tomatoes were down again, but luckily the capsicums and the basil was coming through, right? (laughs) Now, I want you guys to know that this has been the most disappointing crop uh, I've ever produced of any vegetables. Let me show you the full size of the capsicums (laughs) that have grown this season. (laughs) That is as big as a cherry tomato. Out, out Out of his... Pockets, and I'm going to say the smallest pocket on the jeans you keep your change oh, this, in. This is the loose change capsicum. It's the size of a cherry tomato. It's Correct. gorgeous though, isn't it? It is, and it's, it's a and good it's, red colour. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful, but this is fully grown. <laughs> is there one big pip in there? <laughs> I have, I'm have. i too scared to use it. Like You're supposed to, with capsicums, put them in stir fries. You know, you can mm. stuff a capsicum. <laughs> You'd be, you wouldn't even be able to put a cherry tomato inside this capsicum. So disappointing. Have you guys ever tried growing vegetables? I'm just starting. We just moved into a new place. I was planting veggies yesterday and um, my sister came around to help me and I I told my dad previously that I was going to grow some tomatoes and he's like, oh yeah, okay. My sister came around and said, yeah, I spoke to dad about the tomatoes. He said to me, oh, he's going to try and grow tomatoes in summer. You're going to have to break it to him, but that's not a good thing to do. I was going to say it's very late in the season. (laughs) It's almost the season's over. 
Look, on the back of the seed packet, in the purple area of where we are in Australia, it said a tick plant in summer. What else am I meant to go to the back of the seed pack? I always find it really confusing when you plant a number of different seeds, but you don't know which vegetable or which flower or which herb is which. So I like to put a little like a little excerpt of the actual packet in there, but it, but you, then you water it and, just, and you can't recognise what it is. Do you read the excerpt to the seedlings at night? <laughs> So just letting you know, <laughs> this is going to happen. In about three months, you're going to feel a little bit different. People use the same concept when they're um, in cemeteries planting gravestones. <laughs> put a little sign up as to which person bodies. is which. In the, maybe the veggie patch is haunted. <laughs> Josh said, and they're watering the grave. <laughs> they're not going to grow, all right? But are you happy? You're not happy with that, Christian. I'm so... Why would Josh, you've seen the capsicum. Why on earth would he be happy because with that? Because if I grew something and it was that, oh. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Really? Yeah. To me, that's a success. See, I know what success looks like yeah. for a capsicum and a pepper. And this is a, an astonishing failure. Well, you look at internet stories all the time where people come up and they're very <laughs> proud of their massive pumpkin or yeah. the world's yeah. biggest zucchini. Why can't you go a small thing, you know, <laughs> and have a competition on the inverse? I guess you're, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I could submit this. Would Reddit be interested in this <laughs> <laughs> they probably would actually Christian, a tip for any patchworkers out there Wanting to get into gardening uh, What fruit or vegetable would you plant um, to, that would, That's would that's got oh. the greatest likelihood of success Apart from tiny capsicum <laughs> Silver beet You can never go wrong with silver beet yeah. I'll counter that a- with who uses silver beet for anything yeah. <laughs> I'll, ca- I'll counter that with I've never heard of the, I've never heard of the vegetable <laughs> What do you use silver beet? Is it in a salad or is it like a veggie thing? Are you kidding? You're both showing that you're, you're useless in the kitchen right now. Yeah. I know silver beet. You chuck it in a good veggie lasagna. Thank okay. you. Oh. Make it a layer of silver beet. But surely yeah. you don't make lasagnas in this house, do you, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I tend to argue with you, Josh, quite a lot about the number of tissues or paper towels you can use to either dry your hands or clean up a spill. What are you talking about? <laughs> argue quite a lot. Uh, we have... We, okay, <laughs> we've discussed it like twice. <laughs> okay, sorry, Josh. I didn't realise we were recording a podcast. <laughs> but yes, we have discussed how many It's tissues. movie magic! <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed it in the past. Fine, yeah. I'll just get to the question. Josh, how many <laughs> tissues will you pull out of a tissue box... Uh, when you go to grab some tissue, you know what? Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Alex, let's say yeah. you've got a tissue box in front of you, right? Yeah. What is your instinct telling you? How many tissues are you grabbing out of there when you've got a spill or you got to dry your hands or wipe your nose? Blowing the nose, only only good thing for tissues. Two tissues per time. Two tissues yeah. per time. Got to double up on the tish. <laughs> so so it's a it's a double tish from the get go, or are you taking one going? Um, this is not is. enough. Um, no, double tissue to start yeah. because I've learned. You know, yeah. when you're growing up, you're, you're you're young, you're impressionable. You take a single <laughs> tissue, gets not on your hands. <laughs> so yeah, of course definitely. you got a double tissue. But I think they design them knowing that you need to take two for a nose blow, or you fold it over because they're making them like as thin as they are. Mm. Actually, speaking of the design, does anyone here know the dimensions of a regular <laughs> tissue? <laughs> oh. No, uh, I'm sorry. A4. Really Do you know what it is? It's not a perfect square. It's 19.5 centimetres by 20.5 centimetres. Great. Oh, God, that's infuriating. I'm glad, they, I'm glad they worked that out. Why do they do that? Is it because of the little fold? Well, it's, I guess mostly in a rectangle box. Like if you looked at a tissue box and you said, oh, you know, what shape tissue comes out of this? I would say what? it's a square. Would you say it's a rectangle? Well, I wouldn't say it's a rhombus, that's for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd say rhombus challenge. <laughs> Just quickly, wasn't a rhombus the greatest shape that you learned in school? Yep. It was like, what do you mean? Yeah. There's something called a rhombus. <laughs> no, my favorite one was the dodecahedron. <laughs> that was the one that I. That was the one that I knew. It has ten sides. Does it not? <laughs> yeah, deca. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clue was in the name. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why there's the deca um, uh, record label because no, it's, it's got ten sides. Yeah, the, the double deca bus. <laughs> <laughs> Ten stories yeah. on the bus. <laughs> Dion, how many tissues would you take from the box? Um, it depends. It's it's very contextual, Christian. Um, I think for uh, just blowing my nose, yeah, I, I'm with Alex too. But if it's like a, if you're cleaning up cat vomit or <laughs> or you're um, cleaning up a big spill, four or five, and then there's that transition point. Do you go? Multiple tissues or the paper towel. <laughs> well, I, I reckon oh. the uh, the paper in box industry has got us by the the curly ones because we've got <laughs> you got the tissues in the house, you got toilet paper in the house, you got paper towel in the yeah. house. Oh yes, they bring out more and more, and we're just buying the all specific. Why can't we have one that does everything? I'm that's, <laughs> I'm very strong on paper towel. Paper towel, I think I'm happy to pay a bit more and get a nice, big, absorbent one because paper towel, I see such a useful, fundamental thing. Josh, you've bought into it. You've yeah. bought into big oh. towel. Yeah. <laughs> no, because tissues... And you know what's weird? How they always specify facial tissues. Like, yeah. clearly on the tissue box, they're yeah. telling you, no, 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 facial tissues. And no one's second-guessing themselves. No one's going, oh, I've got this spill. Oh, sorry, these are meant to be used on the face. <laughs> What if it's makeup though? You're like, oh, I got it. I've spilt some makeup. What do I do? <laughs> but it's like stuff with like ha- with hand moisturizer. Like some- sometimes I'll want to put it on my lips, and my girlfriend's like, no, 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 it's for your hands. I'm like, what are you talking about? I wouldn't be surprised. In a couple of podcast time, we sit down and Josh is drying himself with massive single-use <laughs> towels made of paper, yeah. and throwing it in the bin after a shower. That. You know what I do though? I when I'm cleaning up a spill, for instance, with paper towel, I'll get a initial lay one. So I put out a square, yep. and then I use the other ones, and I put. The, the used ones onto the yeah. bonus square. So at the end, wrap it all up and into the bin. Great. Do you know what? When there Great. were big sort of oil spills like BP and <laughs> Shell, they got a big bit of paper towel and Guys, we're going to need 12 million <laughs> tissues. And then they, they, they just touch it in the water and the whole thing's ruined. <laughs> and we have the captain of the Exxon Valdez with us. How many tissues do you use for an oil spill? <laughs> but Josh, let's say tissues, right? I wanted to ask you the most. Yeah. Because the two times that we've discussed this in the past... <laughs> argued. Argued, <laughs> argued ferociously. You always were adamant that it's a single single use for a paper towel. You wouldn't grab any more because you're like, I'll use the entire thing, you know, every nook and cranny. Yeah, so for a tissue, I'll get one. And if it's not, I'll, nem- I'll normally fold it in half. So I get, I get the same thickness of the two. <laughs> but you don't need... Like, you think about how big a non-square of a tissue is... And that's a lot of surface area. That, and your nose is how big? Like tiny amount Sorry, of that. think of how big a non-square of tissue is. What does that mean? Oh, dudes, we don't want to argue about these tissues too much. Or it'll come to blows. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like to yeah, use up the thing as much as I can. I don't like using a chucks for the floor or something like that. I think chucks should be exclusive for bench tops and surfaces. Anything on the floor, get your paper towels out. Yeah, well, well one thing I really hate is using sponges. I can't stand them. They stink. I always need to wear gloves. And yeah, I'm with Josh. The paper towel is supreme, okay. but it's very wasteful. Okay. Extremely wasteful. Dion, I'm, I'm going to have to push back on you a little here. <laughs> so you prefer a chucks? Uh, to a sponge? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I I don't like either. I don't want to use either. I don't, I don't have to have a preference for one or the other. And I think if you walk into Dion's kitchen, you can tell that he has no preference <laughs> for either. <laughs> Alex, sponge or chucks? Um, the chucks are a little blue and white. Yeah, yeah, the flat ones. yeah. I, I'm with Dion. You don't 
when something's soggy, you can see the brown stains. It's yeah. cool to the touch. It's not great on the fingers. I can see why you'd use gloves. So I reckon those, yeah, those uh, ones. The dry quicker are uh, a better to I use. Think, I think a sponge is so much more robust. It's such a better solution for cleaning. And you have the, the preference of, all right, I'm going to, you know, the core of this mess, it's going to take a little more grit. I'll flip it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll use the scour aside. But the thing you don't get with a sponge that you get with a chucks is you can do the wraparound hand to grab the crumbs, <laughs> and you can swipe it all and move it around and then push it into the other hand. Oh, that's a great, that's a great. Thought. Try doing that with a sponge, Christian. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what do you do with those crumbs? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you go sink or bin? Yeah, sink or bin or, or, or floor. <laughs> or floor. Well, yeah, I find that at cafes, people are like, I'll just wipe that table down for you. Straight they on just the wipe floor. it onto my lap. <laughs> yeah. They're just wiping crumbs onto my lap. It's bizarre. Christian, what do you do with that's, crumbs? That's why they get the towel out, put it over your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so they got, we're just going to wipe some crumbs on there. Thank you. <laughs> and then at the end, they pick it up like your paper towels, Josh. <laughs> Christian, what do you do with those crumbs? Uh, Oh, Jesus, I would hate, I hate to admit it, and because you're putting me on the spot, I can't Straight come up with a lie <laughs> fast enough. Um, they're on the ground. Yeah, no, oh, really? in your own kitchen. But yeah, yeah. But but the thing so is that I'm wait, also you don't put your hand out and do it into your hand and then throw it on the ground. <laughs> okay, it depends. <laughs> you just wipe it direct off the corner of the bench and let them fall and scatter on the floor. It depends. Which you then sweep up later. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and put somewhere I assume. It, yeah, in the bin. <laughs> It, it it depends on the volume of the crumb, I'd say. <laughs> volume of the crumb! I'd say that if it's if we're yeah. plenti- plentiful crumbs, yep. like if you've cut like a crusty loaf of bread, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have a lot of crumbs. You're not wiping that straight no. onto the floor. But if we're talking about, let's say, opening a muesli bar and you've got a couple of oats, then you're just like, eh, yeah, there, there they go. Yeah. Like, they're happy. They keep living their life on the floor. The only time I do that is if I'm doing the house clean and I know I'm about to vac and mop. Then that day yeah. I'll do it. But otherwise, into the hand, into the bin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> but I, but I'm, I want people to know that I'm also vigilant in terms of uh, sweeping, mopping and vacuuming. Yeah, that is so important for people on this podcast listening <laughs> to know that. <laughs> Jeez, I hope my housemates listen. <laughs> And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. (laughs) If you shuffle a deck of cards, you will be the first person in the history of the world to have a deck in that specific order. (laughs) In fact, the maths are so high that if every star in our galaxy had a trillion planets and each planet had a trillion people and each person had a trillion packs of cards and they shuffled all of them a thousand times a second since the Big Bang, we would only now be starting to repeat shuffles. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Words. Words have the ability to change us, to shape us, and to define us. These new words are unlike anything we've ever delivered before. We want to bring you new words to enhance your vocabulary. Now, we want to bring you these new words with the power of Patchword of the Day. Eric had developed a ferocious taste for blood. As he stood hunched over his neighbour's gaunt and lifeless body, he felt a wave of emotion rush over him. What was this feeling? Guilt? Satisfaction? No, it was... Indigestion. (laughs) 
The patch word of the day is indigestion. <laughs> Josh, your patch word of the day. <clears throat> Thank you, Christian. The two nervous virgins were getting more and more amorous in the back of his car. As their kisses turned to heavy petting, the teenage boy could feel something stir in his pants. This is it, he thought. He pulled a condom out of his wallet, tore open the packet and began to blow it up like a balloon. The girl looked at him and said, that's not the right usage. <laughs> the patchword of the day is usage. <laughs> Dion, what's your patchword of the day? It had been 10 years since his last marathon and Simon needed all the help he could get. He trained and trained and trained until the day of the marathon. Before setting off for the starting line, his wife said to him, You know this course well, but remember, 5K's in. Remember not to trip on the... Embankment. (laughs) (laughs) The patchword of the day is... Embankment. (laughs) And Alex, your patchword of the day. Trevor was depressed. After an 18-month-long courtship, his relationship with Steph, the only actuary in Sandringham, had fizzled, and she left him to do a ski season in Whistler. In an act of defiance, he decided to go out and hit the nightclubs, drinking far too many Jägermeisters and dancing his unique style that resembled a trapped squid. Upon waking the next morning, he was in pain and discovered when he went to walk to get a drink of water that he had tweaked his... Hamstring. (laughs) The patch word of the day is... Hamstring. (laughs) All right, boys, here's a little question for you. When you go out and someone's coming to your house or say your housemate's forgotten their keys and so, but you need to leave and so you're leaving a key for them, you've got a window of, say, an hour before they come back. Mm. How elaborate do you go on the key hiding and does the time between when you leave and they come back influence... Yeah, how you know difficult you make them to find. What a shame we didn't have this conversation before Christian did the whole curry no hurry saga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If you want to go back and listen to uh, three different patches in a row, which is Christian running around Melbourne uh, needing to shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, it was it was almost exclusively driven by the fact that I had incorrectly picked the key <laughs> to hide under the mat, but mm. I chose Alex to hide it under the mat. Oh, for okay. after the run because in my head it was a 25 minute window oh well then you don't have to be too careful yeah. at all and I assessed our stairwell and I was like well normally I won't see someone on this stairwell maybe once every four or five hours mm. so what are the chances yeah. that one of my neighbours brings a stranger who happens to want to look under my mat and all the maps I did the maps in advance <laughs> because if, I, if it's yeah. going to be like say an hour you could just put it in the letterbox if you're in the mm-hmm. three to five same letterbox, but you put a bit of junk mail over the top. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a fake spider as well. Really Any longer that. than that, and suddenly you're digging holes in the garden. You know, well, and things are getting a little bit tougher for the crooks. Have you have you dug a hole in a garden for we, a spare key? Well, our our spare key at the old house, don't live there anymore, don't try it, used to be like next to the um, gas main thing. Oh. You go five centimetres east and then dig a <laughs> hole there and there's the spare key just dug in the ground. It's you have to per- give someone a map to get to the key. <laughs> and then stain it with some yeah. tea and coffee. It's got latitude and longitude. Hang on. And a, and a um, big dragon at the edge of the earth. <laughs> 
Well, for me, that leads on to um, what I think is the fail-safe, perfect way to pass on keys to another person. Hide it in a spot. Take a photo of that spot that you've hit it in. Yep. Send them oh, the photo. Yep. It's perfect. That's yep. great. What if crooks are on iCloud and get <laughs> hack in and suddenly, oh, look, we've got a, uh, a new yeah. leak. You've given him directions. At least Alice's way, there's a map. You've got to kind of find the buried treasure. <laughs> a massive celeb leak of all their spare key spots. <laughs> Those Hollywood star map yeah. tours going around the Hollywood hills, they're fucked. <laughs> but I, when I hide the key, I, I'd go the letterbox um, because generally my thought is I've never seen anyone randomly going around and just guessing a letterbox and hoping to find something in there. I've never seen it except this one time where we actually got a note in our mailbox from a concerned neighbour being like, hey, everybody, uh, last couple of nights I've seen someone going around going through everyone's mailboxes just to let you know. I was like, great. So you've you never seen that. it except the time you have. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I never exactly. saw it. And by then it's too late. <laughs> I never saw it And I was like Well I guess I, can't, I should stop doing that then But I, I worry yeah. though Like I did it recently I left the keys in there For a friend And I was like Oh yeah I'll be like 45 minutes That should be alright And then I started to stress out I was like I should just bring it in <laughs> I should just bring it in Because I'm pretty sure I was leaving something out For you Dion Bone to pick with Josh oh, really? <laughs> oh. I got a bone to pick so I wanted to test out a pair of headphones that Josh bought. Oh, that's um, right. And when you think of headphones, you think, you know, they might have been a you know, good pair of headphones. These are good headphones, but they're 20 bucks. <laughs> they're $20 <laughs> headphones. <laughs> it, no, it, they're good value headphones. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. <laughs> they're off Osbargan. They were worth a lot more than that, mate. <laughs> anyway, so I um, asked Josh whether I could test them out. He wasn't going to be at home. And he said, um, okay, cool. I'll just drop them in my mailbox. So I went over. I thought that was a good solution. Yep. Yep. And... Um, I, they weren't in the mailbox when I went over and Josh's girlfriend was there. And I said, oh, I was expecting the... I said, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, you're not a pair of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and she is $20. <laughs> she pops out of the mailbox. <laughs> you went around, she was in the mailbox. <laughs> and the headphones answered the door. <laughs> Fake spiders go everywhere. <laughs> Um, and I said to her, oh, I thought the headphones were in there. And she was like, oh, no, Josh, Josh would have killed me if, if, we, if we left them in there. Oh. And, so I, and so for me, who the hell, Josh, is going to, in the space of an hour, go to your letterbox, see if there's anything in there, and take your $28 Bluetooth headphones? They're not, they don't have a price tag on them. If a thief <laughs> comes through, they're not assessing <laughs> yeah, the cost true. of the headphones. Yeah. If they see a nice little package of headphones, they'll grab it. But how did, you, how did you navigate around that? So you took them out of the letterbox, and what did you do with them? Well, no, that I like because I was like, oh well, Ellen will be home, so I'll just leave them with Great. her. That's the solution. That's a better solution, Dion. It's a better solution, but I feel like you were doing it because you thought it was like the oh, I'm defending thought, the yeah, neighbourhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that those people who lurk are on your doorsteps and try to take like your deliveries and stuff oh, yeah. have a name? They're called porch pirates. <laughs> porch pirates. <laughs> Well, now we can't go making maps for keys because they'll be able to read them really easily. Christian, do they still have the eye patch on my eye? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I had. <laughs> a fake spider parrot on their shoulder. Oh God. I, I actually had a case, Wait, though. Why did you say spider parrot? Fake spiders in the mailbox. Yeah, but why spider parrot? A parrot with eight wings. <laughs> 
Um, for anyone who's coming to visit my mum's house in Bulleen, there, <laughs> there, there is a spare set of keys in a red Tupperware box in the bushes to the right of the front door. <laughs> buried? They've been there for about 20 years and no one's touched them. <laughs> Are they buried? Nope. They're just in the bushes in a red Tupperware box. I open... <laughs> probably walk past and think it's a casserole and move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a lasagna. <laughs> I put them there, I opened them about 10 years later, and I had wrapped them in a tissue, a single tissue. Not paper towel? No, 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 <laughs> single tissue was enough. And I thought, well, this will be the way to protect them from dust, particulates, or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I opened it up after 10 years of being in there, and obviously liquid would have gone in there, and the tissue was mouldy and wrapped around oh. the key, and that is what still... Still in the bushes out the front of my place. Christian, I'll show you, you all later. Yeah, we, if we could post a, f- a photo of the house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also the Tupperware container, yeah. the street side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought cup Tupperware was meant to keep it fresh. Yeah, keep yeah, your that's keys right. fresh. That's right. <laughs> what a blight on Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Take keys off your marketing. <laughs> so periodically, I will get a text message from my mum. And usually with that text message, it's a photo of something... Uh, that I had as a young kid. Yep. Invariably, it's something that she's asking, do you still need this? Anyway, I was out with some friends the other night and I asked my friend, was there anything at home that you still keep that you cannot chuck out? His thing was amazing. So what he keeps are old backyard cricket scores. <laughs> oh my God. And he, can't, and he can't throw them out. But there's a bit of extra jizz, jizz. <laughs> Also, a George. What kind of cricket they play? Oh my god! Sexing out. <laughs> but there's a little bit extra George to this story, and I asked him just before coming here today. I asked him if he could give me a little bit more detail, and he wrote me this message. He said, "Actually, most of the games were just by myself." <gasps> I'd throw the golf ball at the wall with my bat in the left hand and then face up as the ball bounced back and then, of course, write down the score after each ball. <laughs> what? Oh my and he said it was actually super fun because it was a brick wall. So with the mortar, you never knew how the ball would bounce back. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was wondering. Is he a good cricketer now? Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> it's actually Donald Bradman. <laughs> Um, how was he? How did he do his scoring? Um, he just—I think he just. Did oh, that was another four, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Um, but Alex, I wanted to ask you: Was there is there anything you just cannot throw out? Um, I went through my r- old room because I, I, as you mentioned, I'm from regional Victoria. I moved away from home, and then suddenly my bedroom, much like uh, yours at home, became an abandoned bedroom. Yes, and uh, with lots of relics in there. And I went through because my dad's like, "You got to clean this up. You've been away for ten years. This is still here." <laughs> and I found a lot of things that suddenly you think I'm going to clean this up. It's like. No, all of this is still valid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as you've got the house, they're yeah. staying. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So I was fighting like my old PS with AFL 99 games on it. Great. Oh. Um, I found, again, my old exercise books. Um, I've got here a, um, a Lions Youth of the Year Award presented to a worthy participant. Oh, <laughs> no. That year, there were three people in the competition. <laughs> Two people were joint winners. <laughs> I came third and was a worthy participant. Alex, did you find that you were a participant in a lot of sports growing up, or did you, were you a medal winner? Were you always top three, or um, I did did pretty well at the sports yeah. growing up. Yeah, right. Um, we've got a shoebox with the medals and yeah, stuff in so there. Yeah, that was the question. Where are they now? In a shoebox in, in a this shoe- room. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, that was pretty good. And the other one, this is just more a um, a, a national relic. I presented the aria for Breakthrough Artist of the Year in 2003 up on stage that went to Flume, who I recall <laughs> right. was mentioned in this podcast, I think, uh, a little yeah. while ago. And uh, so I've got the envelope that I used to announce that <laughs> at home still Does in the bedroom. Say- yeah, I'll show you there, Christian, on the it's, phone. It says Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> We'll post that if Alex doesn't mind. We'll post that on social media. That's yeah, quite a cool little photo. That's amazing. Um, Christian, we're at your family home. This is the yes. home that you grew up in. Yep. Um, what can we find around the house? <laughs> One thing that I will show all three of you uh, later on. I'll take you downstairs. I've kept my grade five and six projects that I made oh. out of um, paper mache because I was very proud of the amount of time that I put in them. But the one thing that I've kept, which people have. And still to this day, tell me all the time, throw them out. <laughs> That's an embarrassment. I don't want to be seen around you with them. Are the ruggers. Ah, The ruggers. I have a <laughs> pair of shorts. Short shorts. Short shorts <laughs> that uniform. are now pretty much just an elastic band that I put on. <laughs> and with, with one piece of fabric that covers my legs, there are holes everywhere, but they're so comfortable. I can't get rid of them. Because you're literally wearing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's true because there's no mesh, is there? Yeah. There's no mesh in I there. I would never wear mesh. <laughs> um, Alex, for a moment then, you mentioned school uniforms. Mm. Do you still have your old school uniform? Yeah. I do as well. Uniform. Why? Um, well, you got it signed by all your friends. He was about to impersonate him as a school kid. Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his Timmy impression. I think I still have my school uniform, <laughs> Mr. Dion. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to sign, but that reminds me because my year six, everyone gets the year six jumpers. You got a special jumper for year yeah. six. You're oh. leaving school. That's good. Yep. My sister was the year below me at school, so I wasn't allowed to sign my year six jumper. It got it handed down. I had to take oh, one of those no. blank dogs to school and have everyone sign oh, the dog. Hilarious. And I've still got that in my room <laughs> with all the signatures. That, that was such a special moment for kids to be like, hey, you know, like... It's like it was our own personal rebellion to the man as a kid. It's like, yeah, let's fucking write on these things. I, in year 11, this kid, Donald, was leaving school. And so everyone's, it was sort of halfway through the year. He was, just, he was moving schools. So he's going to Terang, all right? So we're like, oh, last day, we got to do the uh, sign your our school uniform. They got a different one there, blah, 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 sign it. Goodbye, see you next time. He turned up on Monday. They didn't end up moving. Oh, oh my really? God. Really? He had all the signatures. He had the boobs drawn on the top and everything. <laughs> Did no. he continue to wear it? <laughs> didn't have another one. Yeah, had to turn up in the signatures and he went on to be the best batsman in Australia (laughs) Josh do you have anything from your childhood you just can't throw away I'm pretty non-sentimental with a lot of that stuff Um, yes we know (laughs) and we had to actually go through it because my folks moved home from our family home a couple years ago and yeah that was the big go through of all that kind of stuff but like all the old books and stuff it's like for the most part because it's been sitting at my folks home I just go I've got by for like Three or four years without thinking about this stuff. Yeah. So it's completely fine to get rid of it. Did this get brought up, Dion, because you've been watching a lot of Marie Kondo? (laughs) Well, Dion and I have actually been watching a lot of Marie Kondo. Uh, Now you bring it up. And I think it's like that inspiration for the minimalist movement who who I think I've always associated you with, Josh, unintentionally. I feel like in my head, I don't shake your head until (laughs) I've finished. (laughs) I associate you. 
the most with this unintentional minimalism, this ability to be really uh, rational and go, don't need you anymore. I'll keep you. But I'm not that great at it. Like you've seen really? my study. Like I've kept all my old video games as a collection. Like that's wow. a collect- collection thing, which I quite like. But all the the old childhood <laughs> stuff, all I pretty much have kept is Little Ted and Big Ted. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's all I need. Great. Christian, where do you draw the line between minimalism and being stingy <laughs> and not wanting to buy stuff? Um, I think it's a fine line. It's what you tell people. <laughs> it's all about the public facing image. So is Marie Kondo just extremely stingy? Yeah, yeah. With great PR. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? Using the inside join of a chip packet to slide the remaining crumbs into your mouth. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really, really, really good. Do you know what's really good? When you fail an online form registration, but it retains your data. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Saying hello to someone walking past who is intent on ignoring you. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? <laughs> when you open a window for a fly and it goes straight out. <laughs> really, really, good. Good. really good. Really good. And we love hearing you're really good, so make sure you jump onto our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and join in on Really Good Friday. We post up a really good and you guys comment below and we give the best one of your really goods a pair of socks and a couple of stickers for your troubles. <laughs> And we like to read out one of the recent best really goods. You know what Emma.Eagleton thinks is really good? When the change room curtain makes a perfect seal with the wall. (laughs) Really good. Really Really good. good. Really good. good. (laughs) Do you know what Luigi Cosentino thinks is really good? The sound a large pile of debris makes when it gets sucked up the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Jose Melgrito thinks is really good? A moist towelette after a finger licking meal. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. You know what Marco Nolo thinks is really good? When you do a load of washing and all your socks match. Really good. Really good. Thank you so much for listening to Velcro to Patrick this week. Alex Dyson, we have loved having you on. Oh, dudes, thanks for letting me in here. It's been Absolutely. great being in the abandoned bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and given that it is uh, around the Melbourne Comedy Festival time, Alex, do you have anything going on at the Comedy Festival this year? I'll have to return the favour. Um, myself and uh, a fellow Triple J alumni, Cara Wheatley, are uh, putting a little pop-up bar right next to the Melbourne Town Hall and uh, doing a little podcast, running a little bar. So come down and say, hey, 240 Little Collins Street, Melbourne through the whole festival and if you're listening to this on patchwork release day the comedy festival starts today which must mean that game boys starts their run yes uh brand new show game boys cinematic universe me and my brother once again teaming up for another wonderful show we had a lot of success over the last few years so really keen to step it up again this year Uh, we're opening on the 28th and we're running through till the 7th so not too many shows only doing 10 so make sure you get in quick get your tickets if you want to come in the opening weekend we're doing 20 dollars tickets for the promo code patchwork for all you patchworkers out there listening to this and i think dion and i we're going to be going on the 30th of march 
March, which is this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday. We will be there. So if you want to meet us and see Josh's show, you can do that. And Christian, I think we will use the promo code. Is that something we can do? Oh, or do maybe, you think Josh will be okay uh, with that? No, you guys can pay full fee. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much. I'll, I'll be using my concession card then. <laughs> um, love concession. Yes, I do. <laughs> Well, I'll be checking on the door and I'll know because you've told me now. <laughs> so, great. mate, you're stuffed. You're stuffed. Uh, but if you want to check out the trailer, that's all online on the Comedy Fest website to go and grab your tickets there. We're on Acme as well. Uh, great venue. A lot of great shows down there. So come check it out. Can I say that trailer is amazing. It goes for 90 seconds. Best 90 seconds of your life you'll spend. So, yeah, check it out. Just search for Game Boys Cinematic Universe. We also have a very, very special announcement. Um, we uh, have a date for our live show. So yeah. we will be doing our live show on the 25th of May at the Grace Darling Hotel. Um, that's a Saturday afternoon. So we feel like you can go to our live show and then kick on into the night. Um, we'll be uh, releasing more details on social media on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, please uh, subscribe there and we will give you more details very, very soon. As we do every week, we saw a new patch in to our quilt of friendship. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week was Alex writing directions to a buried key on the back of a mouldy tissue. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch the fake spider living in my veggie patch in tears after seeing me pull out the comparatively normal-sized capsicum crop he'd been growing for himself all summer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And Alex, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, I sewed Dion's friend padding up to face a delivery from Australia's newest fast bowler, an eight-winged parrot. And Dion, what did you sew into your patch for this week? My patch this week is Christian wiping the crumbs from his bench tops onto the floor, only to find hundreds of fake spiders with tiny sponges cleaning them up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. I've been Christian. And I've been Alex. Goodbye. 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 Can't be verified though, can it? <laughs> yes, it can. Can it? I guess, I guess it's a math thing. Times fifty-one times fifty times forty-nine times forty-eight times forty-seven oh, times forty-six Jesus. is such a big number that mathematically, stupid. yeah, it, it, it make it's absolutely makes sense that every time you shuffle the cards, that's probably the first time it's ever happened. That is that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's such a DeGrasse Tyson <laughs> fact, Christian, that you'd get off because it feels like such a finite thing—a deck of cards. Yeah. yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson is Christian's favourite magician.